Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter of Coach Johnson I'm your host Dave Johnson Glad to be here tonight Um you have to bear with me. Sort of been under the weather. Uh, all that rain we had this weekend in Nashville sure didn't help me. Um, so I'll do the best I can. I uh, hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I know we had a good time last night. We went to the Sweeties and, and played cards for five or six hours. Hadn't got to play in a long time. And it was great. Even though I lost, that sucks. I was the come down between me and Bob, uh, Wendy Sweeney's brother, and, and uh, he beat me by a car there on the last deal. So, but man, it was it was fun, great time. I I love doing stuff like that, and we haven't got to do it in a while. So, um, thanks to the Sweeney's for having us and, and putting that on. It like I said, it was a great time. We just put in twenty bucks a piece, winner take all. Um, so had an amazing time. Um, we got some good some good news to talk about tonight, and and some not so good news. Um, you know, we had had the game this past weekend in Nashville at uh, the Nissan Titan Stadium down there. Week um, to the NBC game, the last game of the week and to the prime time game and and uh we had to play after them. So uh it it still happened, uh but man it was a downpour. And uh had it you know, had the game not got flexed, we'd have got it in perfect weather and everything. So it sort of I hate to use the word screwed, but it sort of screwed us all the way around if you don't know the truth about it. Don't know any other words to say. Uh, it was an amazing experience. I can't can't lie. Um, you know, just the whole thing of having all the players there, both teams there. Um, you know, they had special places set up for us to put our bags. Um, special with a parking pass, tailgated for a couple of hours. Um, we had the cheerleaders from Southern East High School come and join us. They was all happy and did a great job. A lot of people came and supported us. Um, I can't name them all, but we we really thank them for that. And, uh, folks, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I can't explain to you how how much of a great experience it was um, just just to be a part of it. Um, you know, while, while we're down there, 
in the locker room uh, waiting for the girls to get dressed with the coaches standing outside and uh, Eddie George is coming up the up the hallway there. Uh, the ESPN, or not, the, yeah, I guess it was the ESPN, uh, whoever works for South Palantonio works for, I believe it might be ESPN. They were down there, he was doing an interview. They had uh, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth and, and Michelle LaFoy down on the field. She was on the field, and they were doing the play-by-play. Um, it, it was just really, really a great experience. Um you know, standing in the tunnel before the game, um, the coach players coming up through there. Andrew Luck walks up through there just as humble as, as he can be. You know, I, I hear a lot of people talk about what a great guy he is, and, and he was so humble. He, some of the girls hollered at him, and he did give them a thumbs up and just sort of mind his own business. And, um, it, it really was just a great experience. And then we come out of the tunnel and you just hit that field and man, it was it was like no other. And and uh, you know I was sitting down there where the girls were warming up, look up there, and Al Michaels and Chris Collins were still up there watching, still they're up there watching the game and getting ready to watch the game. And and then the bottom drops out of the bucket with the rain and it did some kind of raining and uh, Knoxville actually got the ball first and uh, I'm not sure if uh, well it's third and long and uh, uh, Marcita Eskers sacked the quarterback forced to fumble and we recovered and um, four plays later uh, we were in the end zone so um, we didn't get to play but like seven or eight minutes before the game was uh, delayed for lightning in the area and uh, we were up eight to nothing at that time and uh, eventually it was called because it was going to clear up for about uh, to about 2 a.m. Now, I don't know if I mean, we talked about rescheduling. We talked of um, lots of things actually about the game and what we were going to do but uh, you know there won't at least they say there won't reschedule it I, I don't know we, there's a lot to be you know to, I guess to be figured out I'm, I'm hoping so and if so they're going to let us play a, a full regular game if we can get it figured out and promoting these teams sake I hope so because man I just can't I just can't explain to you uh, what a great experience it was and uh, you know some of my uh, players want to call in tonight and talk about it that'd be great number 657-383-1020 or anybody else might be listening want to call and talk about the game again the number 657-383-1020 I know, I mean, just for me personally, you know, it's it's like I was talking to one of my friends, Kevin Gregory. He came down, he announced their home games uh, before the game, and he, he played high school ball, and, you know, he's a big Virginia Tech fan, and we were standing there talking, you know, just what kind of experience that would be, you know, and he said, man, I'd just like to take one snap on that game, just one more, you know, and I, and I said, 
you know, it's unreal. We played ball our whole life and, and never get an opportunity. And here we are, you know, giving these girls a straight opportunity. And, and uh, but I, I can't explain to you when you're, when you're out there on that field. I mean, honestly, I didn't even think for a little bit for a mud. And then, you know, you sort of just get caught up in the moment watching the replay on Jumbotron up there. They had all that on. They had an announcer. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. We had, uh, we had refs. I mean, it was, it really, really was something, um, more than I can even imagine. Honestly, I, you know, I tried not to make it that big a deal for myself, but, you know, I, I can't lie. It was a great experience just just being out there and just feeling, you know. Uh, it just brings back. Uh, it's hard for me to believe that all these guys that play in the NFL take it for granted, you know, all those 70,000 people, whatever's there, the game you're playing in front of, you're making millions of dollars to play a game with all this love. And you take that for granted, or you can't make enough money, and you're making millions. I, I, that's the part I don't get, and um, I don't know that I'll ever get. Being and especially after being this part of the experience of being down there, and, and if it hadn't rained, I, I really believe that there was going to be a good crowd. Um, even uh, before, I mean, it was raining when we took the field. It started raining in the third quarter, the beginning of the third quarter, and rained for a long time. But by the time we had taken the field, it had already started raining, and there was still a pretty good crowd there. And uh, I really believe that if it hadn't rained, we could have got the game in earlier, or even that late if it hadn't rained. I believe there would have been a lot of people they're watching, and uh, the game was sloppy. I mean, it was it wasn't just the other team couldn't hold on to the ball. With the first our first offensive snap, we fumbled the ball as well uh, on exchange. So it it was just a nasty um, game. It rained so hard. I mean, you just can't imagine if you wasn't there how hard it rained. So it was just a sloppy game all the way around, and. Uh, you know, I, I felt like we were the better team going in, not taking nothing away from anybody. Um, you know, I said it last week, two weeks ago, even though we were the underdogs, I felt like we weren't the underdogs. And uh, and we proved it. I mean, they ran three or four plays. I can't remember if they got to run a play after we scored or not. But they ran three or four plays for probably negative. 15 yards so you know I don't know um, you know and we did lose a lot of yards on our first play when we fumbled the exchange but uh, after that it was all positive yards so um, we definitely um, did what we needed to do um, the game was going by fast we played two 20 minute halves and, and I think when they called it there was 11 minutes and 40 seconds left in the first uh, 20 minutes. So it really did go by fast. And uh, it went way by way too fast for for all these girls and, and everybody that put in so much hard work. And that's the problem for me personally. Um, again, I listen, I, I'm, I get 
stowed in the fire a lot because I, I wear my feelings on my sleeves and I, you know, I don't do good stuff like that and um, take, uh, say what I think. And, you know, it ain't that. I, I mean, honestly, I didn't work as hard as, didn't really do a whole lot. But, but Jennifer did. Uh, all the uh, players did. Both sides, players, both sides, teams, Wendy Sweeney, her whole family, all these people that just worked so hard to make this happen, uh, the cheerleaders and their parents and just every single body that worked so hard, it just felt like, it, you know, we were just shortchanged. And, you know, when when you're, I don't know, it just feels like you get robbed of something. And, and you know, when you, when you care more about it than other people, I guess you feel like you get uh, the raw end of the deal, and and I feel that way for these girls because this experience just didn't last that long. I mean, luckily we did get all of our players on the field. I mean, uh, every girl we had got got some playing time. Now, people, you you can't imagine that it was a running clock, and uh, there wasn't. But I think we run five or six offensive plays, and they run four. So you're you're talking ten. Ten total plays is all we had in the game period, and uh, so we at least got every player in the game. Now they really got them some playing time on that field. I'm not sure that the other team did, and uh, so I, I felt like we were shortchanged. Um, I don't know if it'll happen. I know it needs to happen. Um, I don't know. Um, what they need to do to make it happen if these girls and everybody that works so hard getting this together and making it happen deserves the right to, to finish out what they were told they would get at the very least. And that to me is, is something that, you know, we, we've got to get worked out. But it, it was such a great experience and not being able to, you know, finish that experience. I mean, it just went by so fast. I can't tell you how fast uh, eight minutes and 20 seconds went by. And, uh, well, run six plays in eight minutes. Or ten total plays, I'm sorry, in eight minutes. So you're talking eight minutes and 20 seconds. So, you know, you're talking maybe between the two teams, we're probably going to get a total of about, 45 plays ran between the two teams if we stay on that pace. And uh, that's, that's not a lot. You know, most time in a game, each team will get around 60 plays. So, you know, that, the game is going to be about a third uh, of what it normally is. So there's not a whole lot, um, you know, of time there to be played and to get all the girls in the game and, and get into an offense and uh, a good defense and get into some good drives and, uh, you know, get to feel the game. And then when it came pouring down rain, um, I mean, the other team couldn't even get a – we were in shotgun, and uh, the other team was under center, and they couldn't hardly even get the center quarterback exchange. It was so wet and uh, so – it it really was um, something great. I, I know I keep saying it, but if you weren't there and you weren't a part of it, it's it's so hard to believe. Um, I am thankful, honestly, um, 
exactly for the reason that uh, um, the uh, exactly for the reason that the Knoxville team was chosen um, is is why you know it turned out that you know they were they were fine uh, with you know with what happened and uh, I know it couldn't be helped, folks. And don't get me wrong; I'm not I'm not blaming the Titans for what happened and we can't control the weather and uh, we can't uh, you know definitely control the lightning from the sky and things of that nature so I'm not blaming the Titans at all I mean but it it just sucked and you know if some of these teams that wanted to play would have put in as much effort as, as that team did I feel like that it um it could have been, uh, uh, you know, devastating. And they 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 showed class, and that honestly, that's why both teams were chosen. I was probably more irate than anybody there, and and uh, being sick didn't help any. And I just sort of had to walk off and take the back seat and um, let things cool down because that, I, they're just. So much that happened, it happened so fast. So, hey, I think we got a caller on. Let's see who we got. Tanya, Tanya Jackson. Hey, Tanya, there. Tanya Jackson, you know. Well, maybe we ain't got her. Um, she can call back if she if if we lost her, but. Uh, um, she was playing center for us and uh, did a good job. I was surprised as, as much trouble as the other team was having under center. We were in the shotgun and, and didn't have any trouble getting uh, getting the ball snapped, which is great. And um, you never know um, how things can go in that situation, and uh, it it uh, went well. So, um, but. Again, um, great experience and, and the, the rain, man. I'm telling you, not it wasn't just a problem for the game. I mean, after the game, you know, they're wrestling us out there and nowhere to go and there's nowhere to park and we got people parking everywhere. We only had one parking pass. Luckily, again, the Sweeney's mailed us all out. They had a motel right across the from the stadium and they shuttled people back and forth to their room and James give people rides and one thing after another. So there was luckily um they were there to help us out or, or I don't know what we'd have did because people were parking all over uh under the sheds is uh um uh, so they uh uh, uh, pouring down rain. Uh, so, anyway, how about it, Tony? There with me now. I'm here. I'm now. All right. Hey, welcome to the fifth quarter. Appreciate you coming on. What's that? Uh, nothing much. Just wanted to call and talk about the experience and everything. Well, tell us tell us how great it was. I've been telling them already, but. I mean, you know, it's honestly, I know we didn't get to uh, fulfill the whole experience like we wanted. We can't control the weather, but what we did experience was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like 
surreal, you know, so surreal whenever you walk out there and <laughs> you're running out there for I didn't see poor Mike, so I had to I was sort of looking past him, <laughs> sort of running into him. I'm sorry, Mike. Um but Coach Mike, I didn't see him. But whenever we you hit that field you're just in awe. And I mean um you look at the grass and the grass looks like it's fake, but you put your hands down them and it's real, it's they were, I mean, seeing yourself replayed on the Jumbotron and you're like, whoa. <laughs> um, you try to stay focused, but then you're also trying to soak it in. It, it was, um, no matter whether it's raining, pouring, whatever, it was definitely worth the six minutes we got to play out there. <clears throat> yeah, it, it definitely was. Well, it was actually eight minutes and 20 seconds to be exact because the clock stopped at 11.40, but... You know, I, before the when when I took the field and and walked out there, and I I was like you. I mean, it's it's probably the even though we play on that turf at home, that was probably the best field I think I ever stepped on. And while y'all were sort of warming up, I just took a minute and was looking around the the stadium, and like I said, I seen the. NBC crew up there, they were still up there watching, and people all around where it started raining were standing in the hallways watching. And, you know, I sort of took it all in for a minute. And then um, once the game started, I, I, I mean, honestly, I, I knew that there was a chance. I mean, I told y'all all along that, hey, this game was going to go by so fast. Uh, things we have to do. And uh, I knew that there was a chance that, with all the rain that was coming, who knows what can happen, you know. And I was sort of just lost in that moment for a little bit. And, um, you know, when Mike tells me, hey, look up here at the replay on the Jumbotron, and, and you know, that's when I did. That You know, really, at that point, it was like, wow, you know, when we were running the play, and, and you can look up there and uh, watch it. And, you know, I could hear the announcer in the background, um, it, it was a great experience for for everybody that was involved. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, it was um, it was it was sad. You know, whenever we learned that we can go back out there, but you know, I understand it, and you know, it you know, it just like it's out of their control. The weather it's our, out of our control too, as well. Yeah, well, you know what I thought. A lot of these girls on the team, and and you know, just like you, you know, one told me today said, "Hey, that's the best eight minutes or whatever." You know, it was best eight minutes ever. You know, and that's to me that that's what it's about, and that's when you know that it was really a great experience. And I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, as, as nervous as I know a lot of, of our girls were. We really we really didn't show it. We all uh performed up to uh, our expectations and my expectations, you know, um the and the exchange we had was between uh the quarterback and the running back and she just didn't got to take off her gloves from playing defense and and the ball, you know, on his gloves was too slick. Uh, other than that, we did we did not make one single mistake, and you know what? To come in in a game um, that's of that magnitude, maybe not necessarily the 
between the two opponents because we, you know, somewhat know each other. And, and it wasn't a real, real game, you know what I mean? But the for the where we were and all the hype leading to it and the crowd and everything, we really um, performed excellent. You know, we had one hiccup, and it didn't bother us at all. We got right back you know, down to business and, and uh, did exactly what we needed to do. Oh, yeah. I was definitely, I'm the center, you know, so I was definitely nervous about the snaps, you know, being so wet, but uh, it, it wasn't affected. So uh, I was glad for that. Yeah, after, you know, after watching them uh, trying to get a, they were under center and couldn't get the ball back there. I was a little worried, but hey, we we did. We had all good snaps and and handoffs and pitches and you know every, every like I said, we only made one mistake the the whole time we were there. And and if, if you'd have told me, hey, the only mistake you you're only gonna make one mistake and still dominate the game, uh, what time we got to play? Um, you know, I, I don't know that I would have believed it because everybody I talked to was like, "Man, I, I'm, I'm nervous," you know. And I, you know, and I, I really wasn't nervous. You know, that's one thing. There is times that I get nervous about some games, but I was nervous about that game or that venue. But it was great standing in the, you know, the tunnel down there. To me, that was one of the greatest. Um, Parts of my life was being in that tunnel down there. Oh yeah, I, I sure wish. I mean, the, you could see it on the uh, the Colt players' eyes. They would look at us, and then they were like, "Hold on, hold on, that's women." Even the cheerleaders done the same thing, and they, I feel like the guys wanted to stop and talk to us, but you know, they were being a little bit separated by the equipment coming through, so. Yeah, I do. You know, I do too. I think that, you know, when we first walked around there and there was one player that came up and then, you know, Andrew Luck comes up through there and he's by himself and he's just minding his own business. And, you know, not he's, they say he's one of the best guys in the NFL and he was just, you know, trying not to, I don't guess, to get in any confrontation or nothing. And some of the girls kept following at him and I seen him. He looked over and it was like, he looked and then looked again and gave the thumbs up, you know. And um, those, those moments right there, you know, to me, that just being a football guy, um, respecting great players, and he is a great player, and his work ethic and, and seeing how he handles himself. And then, you know, like you say, uh, here come another Colts player, that his little boy walking up through there with him and, Man, it just shows you how how great this sport is, and and you know why nobody should take it for granted. And then then you have the cheerleaders there from Solanese High School, and they're standing there, you know, nervous as they can be. And then here comes the Titan cheerleaders, and they all intertwine and get a picture. And man, hey, that's that's what it's all about. That's something that you know it may never get to happen again for those girls or for us. You know, either, but it's something that nobody will ever be able to take away. Yeah, and I mean, um, 
another thing, you know, is a lots of um, publicity for women's football. You know, it's just a stride in the right direction that we definitely need it. And uh, I know I'll never see it to where we get paid because I'm oh, I'm 38, but I know it's a stride to in the right way to make it to women where women do get paid. Yeah, I think that you know that it's some you know there's everybody asked me and this one of our players asked me about it at at the game, uh, you know before we played how far away we are, and you know at times I I see it honestly that I think we're closer than ever, and then when then when I hear talk about these other teams and and the way they they do things and uh, there's no filter. I, I don't know that that's the right answer, but you know, there's no regulations to how things can be. You can just start a team anywhere and join a league. And until that until that changes and and there's so many you you can't, you know, if you're not serious, I don't know exactly what the words are, but until we all get together, I can tell you that. And every women's team owners can get league owners, all these people can get in a room and no telling how long it would take and we can all get on the same page and promote this thing like it needs to be promoted, not just one league against the other, not just players against the other, teams against one another, but promote it like it needs to be promoted. I don't, I don't know. You know, I I don't know how far away we are. Like I said, it has we have made great strides since I've been in women's football and we're gonna to continue to work hard. But the one thing I do know and you know, you're in you're in uh, the kind of work you do, you've been involved in big businesses and, and things of that nature and you get taxes for people that are wealthy and all that. And the main thing that you know and I know that a lot of people out there may not know is people with money like to brag about what they have. And when they have something great, they want to flaunt it. The last thing they want to do is be embarrassed by something that they've spent a lot of money on. And to me, that's where we're still at with this state, that there's people out there, there's no doubt in my mind there's people out there looking to turn this into a money maker because who better else to market than women? But how are you going to go about it? And and I think as long as, you know, people are still saying, well, the WFA is better than all the other leagues, um, and, you know, you just take teams, no matter who they are, no matter how many times they forfeit games and, and that kind of thing. I think until we cut all that out, I think we're just spinning our wheels because the WFA is the biggest league. And, yes, they really have some really good teams. But if if your league cannot play all of its games and your league keeps forfeiting games and then your league – you can't even get games for all your best teams other than a bunch of uh, Division three teams, then your league's not the best league. And so, that to me, that's what we're at for getting your girls paid. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like, um, I, I mean, I 
feel like it's within four to five years away, but you know, still, still, a lots of steps to be taken. Just like you said, you know, a lot of um, coming together, not not coming apart or putting down each other as teams. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, you know, I, I said, you know, and I'm gonna be honest with you that I said when we started this team that it that it would be ten years uh, before we would see women get paid, and this is, you know, the fifth year we're halfway there, um, and I wish I could, um, you know, I wish I could say. Uh, right around the corner, and at times I, I believe it is, but you know as well as I know, we won't mention who they are. But you know, you you know you play here, and we do everything we can to play every game, no matter what. We went underhanded at a lot of games, even though we knew that. I'm not gonna say we knew we were gonna get beat, but we knew it was gonna be a challenge if we were gonna win because of the people we had to go without. But we still win because that's what we're supposed to do. But the same teams wouldn't come to us when they were underhanded, you know. So when when not everybody can't think like that, when everybody starts thinking like that, then I think we're headed in the right direction. But you know as well as I know, you've been on this team now. It's going your what's your fourth year, and yeah. It's a mere fourth year, and you know what you've seen along the way, that every team thinks about themselves, and that's it. They'll make statements, um, you know, how many times, how many statements last year, you know, did you know, did we hear from the, the Pumas that they were going to do this and the Pumas were going to do that, and, you know, they promised this and that. Now look where you're at, so... We know it's all about themselves, and, and look, all, all we can do right now is, is control us and, and worry about us and uh, do the things best we can. Yeah, I agree. And that, 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 that's another thing. Um, a, lot of, a lot of these teams want to put on social media about this and that and have these open open conversations, which ends up being like more like petty arguments. About I'm best this, I'm gonna do this, I'm I'm best at this. You know, I think it's best just for them not to even say anything like that. I mean, you don't see that from uh, NFL players saying this, that, and the other, because you know I, I feel like they're paid, and again, that's against their contract number one. But I feel like that that's a step that our you know our that teams should take is don't be on social media. With bragging rights here and there, or starting, starting, you know, stuff between another team, because I mean, this is professional. You get out there and you show what you can do with your pads. Well, you know what? It's what's here's here's the thing. The NFL is is so superior. Um, you know that. I mean, you you look and it goes just like this is. The NFL, then college, and then high school, and you know you might go to any high school game and you, around where you live, and you live in Nashville. You might go to any different high school any Friday night when they play, and the, and the damn stands are going to be packed. 
You go to any college game, I don't care who they're playing, the stands are going to be packed. Football is the number one sport in America, period. And so the NFL is such a huge organization. These guys get in there. It's a game amongst them. They're already – it's different for them because there is only 32 teams. You see what I'm saying? So they can talk trash because that's part of their game against other people. But when they start talking about personal stuff, see, that's when they start getting fined and all this crap. That's the part, just what you said, it's something until all this women stuff gets regulated and we can figure out how to everybody be on the same page, not just because you're in this league or that league or whatever, Everybody be on the same page, try to shorten down the amount of teams we got, have bigger, better teams in all these areas. It's going to continue to be that way. So, but anyway, well, Tony, I thank you for calling in. I think we got another caller on the line. Hey, I appreciate you. You call in anytime you want. Uh, good job at the game on Sunday night and uh, enjoy the week off and get you feeling better. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Okay, thank you. Bye. All right, Tonya Jackson, center for the Trap City Thunder. She just joined joined us here. I think we got Stephanie. How about it? you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Stephanie, thanks for joining us on fifth quarter. What's going on? Uh, not a lot. I headed to the gym now. Well, tell tell us how much you enjoyed your experience this past weekend. Oh, it was awesome. It was it was a great environment and it was a great opportunity and I mean, bummed out that it got rain or stormed out, but uh actually pretty excited that we get to go back and do it again for a full game. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that, you know, we can work something out there where we we get to do that, uh, you know, for 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 you girls, man, and and that was, you know, just like I told Tanya there, that was the coolest thing ever, and you know, for for you girls to get to go out there on the field and um, put one in the hand zone, you know, and then put a two point conversion yeah. on, and uh, be a, be a part of that offense that you know just dominated the other team. I mean, just how great is that? Oh, it was amazing. Um, it was it was just it was almost like a dream. Uh, actually, I think I was late for a huddle because when we scored the touchdown, I got caught up watching us on instant replay on the jumbotron. I was it was I was ecstatic, and being able to go out there and start executing our game the way we did was just even better. Well, you know, too, I, I know your dad's a huge football fan, and. He got to come to the game and watch you, and and you know you uh, you played ball when you were young and stuff, and you know we all have dreams of of doing that, but to actually get to fulfill and live that dream, man, I can't tell everybody uh, how cool and how proud I was to to be a part of that. Oh no, it was. It was amazing. Words can't, you can't put into words the kind of feeling it is. It's, you know, so many people do dream of that. And 
not many people get to do it, and even less women get to. So I'm I'm hoping though that it's a start to you know opening a lot of doors for us as women. Yeah, me too. I, I definitely uh, you know I hope that um, things work out you know where we can you know make that a, every year a occurrence and you know naturally it was the first time that ever had to happen and um, I think the one thing that they didn't realize that they realize now is that hey we're we're serious about what we do we we understand we're not as as big and as fast and as strong and as great as the Colts or the Titans, but we're just as passionate about our team and about football as anything. I think that those guys uh, that set this up, I think if they learn anything from this experience, I believe that that's going to be what they learn is, hey, man, you know, I, I think they fully expected that, you know, that when, they told us the game was going to be short, and it, it was like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, we're just good because we got to experience it. But, you know, when they realized how passionate we are about our team and about football, and it was like, whoa, you know, I think that, um, you know, we need to first and foremost try to get that uh, rescheduled and, and happen again. But, you know, for next year, try to get things changed up where we can – you know, take extra time and and really um, enjoy it better. Maybe, you know, we can do it earlier where they, it, it's for sure during the day and won't be a game that won't be flexed or something and, um, you know, make that experience just uh, even better for you girls and for women's football and everybody involved uh, better than what it even was. Yes, absolutely, and I do feel like they did see how serious we were out there, and uh, it's going to get people's attention, you know, how persistent we are, you know, we, you know, go out there, a lot of people wouldn't have wanted to go out there in the pouring rain, and we didn't want to come off the field, Um, but, you know, like you said, we're not, you know, as great as the Titans or the Colts and put on that kind of show, however, you know, we all work full-time jobs. If we were able to train full-time like these men are, we would be able to see those kind of results and put on, you know, that level of a show. Um, I hope they see how serious we are and, you know, give us that opportunity. I mean, you got women's sports everywhere. You even got women's MMA, you know, going out there and wailing on each other. So I think it's time women's football got our shot as well. Yeah, you bring up a good point, and I was actually going to talk about that here in a little bit, is is the fact that, uh, you know, women have came a long, long way. And, and here's the thing is, you know, these listen, these guys have been fighting in that MMA and making all this money for how long. I mean, I couldn't tell you uh, uh, how long of uh, – they have been fighting, you know. But Ronda Rousey and, and that other girl, Cupcake, I can't think her name, but they they had a big hand in, you know, nobody, they didn't want to cover this women's fighting, and then all of a sudden it became, you know, the main attraction. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm being 100% honest right here. I never watched the MMA until uh, Ronda Rousey and, and – 
that girl that called Cupcake or whatever, and they had that show where they were training those athletes and to be MMA, and we actually went several times to Hooters just to watch the fight between the women, you know, because I, I just I just think for me personally, and I'm just saying me personally, and, you know, I think that they pour, I think they're more passionate about it because, they get the lesser opportunity than than the guys do. And, uh, you know, the WNBA, the girls had to go over before they created the WNBA. They, the girls had to go overseas and play and then come back here and work jobs and everything else. And now they got the WNBA. They got this MMA. Um, it, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And here here's the thing. There's going to be, when it does happen, all the girls that are going to be involved in are going to be happy, but there's still going to be a lot of girls left behind, you know, that are not going to be happy. So uh, I tell everybody, hey, you better get to working hard because you don't know which side of that fence you're going to be on. Oh, you're exactly right. Um, it's all about what you put into it. Like, it's, I mean, women's football is growing really fast, and you got to get really serious. That's why, you know, I'm working right now. Uh, with a nutritionist trying to get my my diet on point because I found out, you know, I have insulin resistance issues, and it's it's really helped me um, as far as weight loss is concerned and trying to get on a good uh, workout plan as well uh, so I can push my, you know, push myself and um, working construction, doing masonry, work Shakur all the time. So I'm really, really hoping to, you know, push myself even further and, you know, um, help others to do the same. Right. Well, that, that's what it takes. I mean, I, I say it all the time, that, and there's no there's no substitute for, for hard work. So, well, Stanley, I appreciate you calling in and talking with us, and uh, congratulations on, uh, um, you know, being able to uh, be on the starting line to push one in the end zone and take the lead down there before they call that game. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And thank you for the opportunity. Hey, you bet. I appreciate it. All right, folks. Again, right tackle, offensive tackle for the Tri-City Thunder. Um, There you go. You can, a couple players played on the offensive line, started in that game. Like I said, we did get to put one end on, ran it the whole way. Uh, never put it in there. So uh, a lot of congrats go to all those girls that played on the line. We had Tanya was center. We had Messenia Marshall's guards. Um, Jessica Henderson was tackled. Marcina Espinosa was tied in. Uh, Jessica Tweed was playing right guard. And, of course, Stephanie uh, was playing tackle. Jennifer Johnson was playing guard, I think, uh, uh, Kristen Jenkins was playing guard and tied in. And then on the defensive line, we had Nashavia, Dean, uh, Mindy Jenkins um, playing those guards. Um, and Marcia playing Dean. I mean, we we controlled the line of scrimmage, and, and that's what it takes. And those girls usually don't get any credit, for sure don't get enough credit at all. And uh, in a game like that, that's definitely where the game was wanted. 
Like I said, they had the ball for four plays for probably minus 15 yards. I don't know exactly. And and uh, we did have one negative play, but we turned all that into positive. So when you control the line of scrimmage, all those girls um, up there doing their job, blocking, blocking well, it uh, gives these running backs a, a great opportunity. So, um just a great, great performance from from all those girls. Um, I guess that's enough probably about our game unless somebody else calls it in. We'll <clears throat> excuse me, talk about it. But the Colts and Titans game, um, anybody don't know, the Colts had to play, the Titans played without Mariota and um, it, it just sort of was a disaster, in my opinion, uh, that they held in there. They had a chance. Um, the game was only seven. They were only behind seven points till the guy threw an interception, and then the Colts got a field goal out of it and sort of put it away. Um, but it, it was a pretty good game to watch. I mean, uh, Andrew Luck did throw an interception for a touchdown, and, uh, but, man, that guy is good. Um, we watched him really warm up and, his approach to the game and everything he did, man, that ball was like on a rope. It was just like a dart going through the air. And uh, he, he's really, really good. Um, so they actually play this week. Um, they play um, – they go to the Texans and, uh, in the wild card game. And uh, they uh, – both teams split this year, the road team winning – the road team winning every game by three points. So that, that'll be a really good game. Um, and the other games that really uh, meant something, the Steelers won, but so did the Ravens. So the Ravens win that division, and uh, they're the um, fourth seed, and they will be hosting the uh, L.A. Chargers. Yes. And then uh, – so the Colts are going to the Houston Texans. It's an AFC wild card game. And then the Colts going to the Houston Texans. L.A. Chargers going to the Ravens. And then in the NFC, um, Chicago put a beat down on Minnesota. So the Eagles won. That let them right back in. Everybody wrote them off, including myself. Then Nick Foles comes in. Saves the day again, and uh, they're right in it now. So they're going uh, to Chicago to play in the NFC wild card. And the Seattle Seahawks are going to the Dallas Cowboys to play in the other wild card game. Um, so that'll be, uh, be some really good good games this week. Um over the weekend, I did get to watch a lot of the South Carolina Notre Dame game. I know people don't want you to be a dead horse to death, but I've seen a lot Notre Dame shouldn't have been in there, and I think they proved themselves why they shouldn't have been in there. Clemson dominated them easily. Um, and then the the Alabama game, it was a really good game. I, I think the score uh, said it might have been a little closer than it actually was. Um, Alabama played really, really well. Tell you something that really bothers me is, is how, how can 
if you, I know the guy won the Heisman, but his stats, his running stats were better than the guy from from Alabama. But the guy from Alabama only had three incompletions, had more passing yards, the same amount of touchdowns, and all they did was talk about the guy, the quarterback that was on the losing team for the Oklahoma Sooners. I, I don't understand that. I mean, the guy did have a great game, but, I mean, it was like the other guy didn't even exist, and he put up better numbers through the air, um, and he'd been playing hurt. So, I don't know. Uh, I do know some of the other games. Um, I did watch the Kentucky game today. They beat Penn State. Um, I think LSU beat UCF. I didn't get to watch a lot of games, but – uh, I did hear that Ohio State beat Washington and and that uh, uh, the Longhorns are beating Georgia 17 to 7, I think. Um, so, uh, college football is just about over, folks. I think next Monday night wraps it up. Uh, Clemson, between uh, Clemson and taking on Alabama for the national championship, Alabama's been in the college playoffs all. All five years, um, you know. I know they haven't won it all five years, and they may not win it this year. Clemson's got a really, really good team. That quarterback, he's young, but he, he's really good. But I'm gonna tell you, Alabama, man, they just keep seem to keep doing it year after year. I, I don't know how they do it, but they do it, um, and it's, it's just it's amazing to watch how he. These teams lose all these players and all these coaches and, and just keep right on. It's it's amazing. So um, that's going to be uh, really, really great. And, uh, you know, they uh, just first of the year, first day of the new year, all these women teams are uh, getting going, starting practice. Before you know it, will be the season starting. Uh, I'm thinking. I hope we're gonna go play in the Jamboree in February. Um, maybe another one in March, and then the, the season starts in March. I'm hoping to get this game uh, rescheduled at, at the Titan Stadium uh, on the, sometime this month. Uh, get back down there and uh, let these girls finish that amazing opportunity. I know it won't be the same atmosphere as it was, but, you know, I, I just feel like that um, if we can get something worked out, it would, you know, turn out to be uh, something great to finish, you know, finish what we started, and I hope we uh, I hope we can do that, so uh, anyway, I guess uh, we talked a lot about, about the game, women's football, and some college football and uh, some pro stuff. I love it's about to line down. Um, there ain't gonna be too many, too many football games left after today until uh, the Super Bowl's over. Then I think that new Alliance League starts, and then, uh, like I say, in March we're gonna all start playing. But uh, um, so we'll be probably start talking about some. Excuse me, other other sports and uh, maybe some local basketball teams or something. But um, I do appreciate y'all joining joining the show tonight. And, uh, we'll 
get out there a little early. Like I said, been under weather. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Everybody that's uh, that was a part of putting that together for us to make it to that game and, and be able to play in it, and sell all these tickets, and um, get everything donated that you did. And, uh, all the rides and I mean just everything involved the Covenant cheerleaders and coaches and the Sweeney's and, and all our players and all the Knoxville players and their fans and families and you know honestly we couldn't we couldn't do it without them nobody uh, without everybody I mentioned both teams had a hand in it uh, and that's why I say both teams uh, deserve the opportunity to to go finish the game if we can and, um, you know, to win this thing. Um, who knows if it'll happen again. You know, it may not. They may uh, think it's more worth, and, you know, than it's worth and um, and not want to do it again. I certainly hope so for for the team's sake. But, um, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But, again, thank you to everybody help pull that off, coaches on both sides, all the help. I mean, you just can't, you just can't imagine what it takes to um, do this stuff. And, you know, everybody's donating their time. Nobody's getting paid here. Um, we're all just uh, uh, doing what we can to, to help out support and everybody. So thanks to everybody. And I'm going to thank everybody for listening tonight. And, uh, uh, maybe we'll have some good news for you next week. Tuesday night. Till then, I'll, I'll see you later.